Oh my goodness, folks. Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, the more things change, the more they stay the same because it might be deja vu all over again as we break down the hits and misses from WWE's first premium live event of the year, the Royal Rumble. Plus, Shane McMahon is released, Matt Hardy defends Brother Nero, and Punk versus MJF might actually hit each other. Might actually happen. Hopefully you woke up and didn't see your shadow or else of six more weeks of this infinite time loop we call episode 281 of Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively on WrestleAddict Radio. And it starts right now. Ah, uh, you know, in all of my prepping for which show, I totally forgot to change the show number and everything, but I'm going to change that right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 281, as you see me live editing right now. In live time, oh. baby. This is yeah. shit live, L-I-V-E, and in color. Kings of the Rings podcast, Groundhog's Day, because somebody decided to see very shadow. I am your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Willie T. No, the K. Murphy tonight. K. Murphy has tapped out uh, of the show which is very, very unfortunate. However, we're going to do this show without them uh, because we got a lot to talk about. Royal Rumble was this week. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, AEW is getting ready, I believe, for a future event, a uh, future big premium live event. I guess it's their future premium live event. <laughs> they keep them, with, they keep them calling pay-per-views. Are they calling pay-per-views? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, and everything in between. Plus, uh, Elimination Chamber just got real interesting after Monday night. Uh, but before we get to all of that, uh, Will, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I really enjoyed Royal Rumble. I thought it was an excellent show. There's so much to get into, but I'm Will Tarish. It's T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. If you want to tell me why I'm wrong on my silly little opinions, comment down below on the YouTube channel. Do it next week if you're not <laughs> listening now. You're listening on the playback. But I, I dare you. Prove me wrong. You can't. I guarantee it. Someone's gonna prove you wrong. Watch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got a lot to talk about. Uh, the Royal Rumble is a loaded, loaded card. Before we get to that, let's get with some news of the week. And the first thing that came out uh, this news of the week, uh, shout out to people at Bleach Report for this great graphic via Ringside News and every other media outlet known to wrestling, including the cheap podcasters that steal everybody else's news. Shane McMahon was quote unquote quietly released from WWE. Now, there's no- <laughs> Apparently not, because we all know. I'm not going to quiet anymore. <laughs> now, there's theories about why this happened. Apparently, Shane McMahon was a part of booking the Men's Royal Rumble match, and he apparently went into business for himself, uh, booking himself in the Final Four, even though he clearly was not going to win. Apparently, he also got into it, or uh, I believe publicly buried Jamie Noble. But what makes man hasn't publicly buried one of their employees before um so this is still a very fresh thing we don't know too much about um about this in, in general but it is also kind of funny to to know that Vince McMahon just fired his son probably for like the third time right again <laughs> I mean I think I think Vince is just like all right Shane like I'm just you're not my son anymore hey Paul Mr. Levesque you're, you're my you're my new actual son or Nick Khan or Nick Khan. Yeah. Oh, no, Nick Khan's a CEO. That's different. Nick, okay. Nick Khan just makes him all the money. Nick makes money, Essentially, yeah. which is a theme for Royal Rumble. Why do they do these things? The answer is money. 
and because yeah. it works. But Shane, what was the heat? How did so he went into business by booking himself? I don't know exactly. I haven't read about because like, you know, I, you know me. I don't read dirt sheets. Yeah, so. I, I, I didn't follow up on this either. So it's just like, what did he actually do in the Rumble other than enter like number twenty-seven? I popped pretty hard. I thought it was amazing. I loved seeing Shane. Yeah, that was um, good. It was in the final four. It's not like he won. Yeah, right? like he was going to win. How is how is there heat here? Where, like you know, Vince could have been like, no. We're not doing that. Yeah. Like it, it, this, this sounds made up. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm calling mm-hmm. a bunch of, cause I saw Meltzer reported it. So I'm not taking it seriously in any way, shape <laughs> okay, or form. Okay. There you go. There right? you go. All right. It's like per Meltzer. Well, per, per Meltzer. All right. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I, I, I don't believe this. I think this is a bullshit story. You think it's a work? I do. I think it's a bullshit story. Well, I, we got to see what happens on like Raw or something Listen, because we if, seen, if Shane does return, he's facing Austin Theory at Mania. Like we, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be amazing. I would love to see that because I can clearly see this rolling into the Austin Theory Vince McMahon storyline. I think that'd be great. I mean, I just I don't see where <laughs> there would be heat where Vince changed his mind after the fact of going, you know what? We shouldn't have done that. Then it's like, but why is there, it's heat on you then. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, he's the boss's son. He puts off in the final four. Bad Bunny took an F5. All right. Can we talk about that? <laughs> like, was, wasn't Bad Bunny in the final four, right? Like, is, isn't that fucking crazy? A, a Latin <laughs> pop star was in the final four with what a world rumble. I, I think it was final six. Final five, six, whatever. Like, what's the heat? Who does he have heat with? I want to sit down with this person, all right? <laughs> Three hours, Rogan South, three-hour podcast. What's actually bothering you? Steve McMahon on the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, man. Like, this, this I, sounds like this is a bunch of bullshit. It's quite possible, because I haven't heard anything credible. Like, for what they're saying that he did, like, you know, publicly shaming or publicly burying Jamie Noble, who the fuck hasn't? Oh, yeah, you know who else publicly no. buried Jamie Noble? Chuck Palumbo in 2009 on TV, <laughs> right? Like, so? Jamie, he, he buried, bis- oh no, Ricky, he buried Jamie Noble. <laughs> to which everyone goes, who? Who? <laughs> who? Who's Jamie Noble? Like it's, know, all, he, it's all like it's um the guy who the guy it's all like it's um the guy who married what's his what's her name the lady with the legs Stacey Keebler, uh, George Clooney wait no, no. uh uh Tori Wilson's dad Tori Wilson not Tori Wilson maybe who's the guy who's, who's the guy Billy Kidman Billy ah, Kidman. Kidman yeah yeah right it's like what Billy Kidman's famous for marrying what's her name whoever we married the hot chick Stacey Keebler or whoever yeah and now people what's Jamie Noel what's Jamie Noel famous for. Um, not much, not much, really. All right, who the fuck cares if you buried Jamie Noble? <laughs> it's like he buried the Undertaker, which would be impossible, almost. Right? It's like Christ. People got less mad when people buried Hulk Hogan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like a McMahon went into business for himself. Well, no shit, he's a McMahon. Right? He is the business. Yeah. So I, there's there's nothing that has come out right now. That seems like it was so egregious that he just had to be let go. <laughs> Did he call Bobby Lashley the N word? Like, come on, give me something here. And, uh, that, I would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, fire. That's fine. <laughs> you should be fired. <laughs> yeah, Shady, a lot of things I want to figure out here, but until that story breaks, I'm not believing it. 
Yeah, well, this is this is what it's it's a mystery right now, um, especially because it's so public. Because like, remember the last time Shane was actually let go from WWE and he left? That was quiet. He just up and disappeared. Yeah, it was over. He wanted to do um, want to do something in Japan. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to do like a developmental territory, and Vince is just like, ha ha, no. Yeah, <laughs> so he left. Yeah, this isn't quiet. I this might be a deliberate leak. Yeah, Vince, I know Vince has a bad track record with his family on TV, but behind the scenes, he seems very protective of his family. And this isn't, this isn't something that would ever be made public unless it was storyline. Yeah, you ever you ever see the videos of, like, when Shane does, like, a stunt? When he's, like, jumping from, like, buildings and shit? Like, Vince almost, like, has a heart attack each time. Yeah. Like, he gets out, he gets up from Gorilla to, like, meet Shane back, so he'll be like, is he okay? Dude, he wanted, yeah. he wanted to stop the match so many times that Kurt Angle almost killed him at King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. When his head just thudded off the ground twice, like, yeah. Vince is having a conniption. Yeah, so yeah, Vince is very protective of his children, contrary to popular belief. I know, I, I know, we, I know we like pretending that he doesn't love his children, <laughs> like specifically Shane. <laughs> but no, I told, I totally believe him and like him and Vince have a good relationship. I don't know either of them, so I don't. I could be talking my ass, but yeah, I believe Vince loves his children. Yeah, so to, to have Shane just be publicly, publicly shamed like this, publicly uh, shamed. Hey, oh, publicly shamed. There we go. <laughs> that would have been a show title back in the day. Publicly shamed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it would, would is is very interesting. So we'll see what happens in the coming weeks, especially because it's WrestleMania season. So believe whatever the hell you want. Um, speaking of believing whatever the hell you want, uh, Matt Hardy was on. I think his like his gaming stream, or he was streaming. And he had an update about his brother Jeff. Um, and some of the things that I that I heard Matt Hardy said was that he did confirm that Matt Hardy was offered the Hall of Fame, and they wanted to bring him back, or they want to bring him back because God forbid, uh, not Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy was offered the Hall of Fame because God forbid Jeff Hardy goes to AEW and reforms the Hardy Boys. Why would that ever happen? Um, and. Jeff Hardy declined, but Jeff Hardy did apparently want his drug test results from the company to prove that he was sober. And I also heard that that incident when Jeff Hardy just walked away, yeah. he apparently pulled a CM Punk. It was like he was he was so fed up that he left in the middle of a match. Well, that's very unprofessional. Yeah, and you should get fired for that. You should get fired for that, a thousand percent. Now. Yeah. Him wanting the results of his drug test? Yeah, absolutely. Motherfucker, it's your drug test. You deserve the results. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that shouldn't be a question. Give him the results of the drug test. He can do whatever the fuck he wants with them. Yeah. Uh, but if that's true, he just let that out of the match and pulled a CM Punk. Yeah, dude, you're fired. Sorry. That's incredibly unprofessional. Yeah. And you'd think somebody would, he would be, if this is true, let me premise that, if this is true, with how long he's been with WWE, since he was like 17, 18 years old, he's seen it all. He's been through very, very, very um, various and a myriad of iterations of the business and has seen the business evolve. And you would believe that he would know what to do and what not to do in situations like this. Oh, he does. He knows yeah. exactly what to do. He doesn't give a fuck. You know, um, and for him to walk out like that is it's just very unprofessional. And, you know, and even if Bo was very unprofessional, the fact that they still want to bring you back says yeah. a lot. Dude, I mean, WWE gets a bad rap. 
they get they get a bad rap all the time for how they mistreat their talent and do this and that. But mm-hmm. it's like, dude, they know they they take care of their talent. They paid for John Moxley to go to rehab. Yeah. Right? Well, he's not even contracted there. Like they they get a lot of heat they deserve, but they also get a lot of heat. They they also don't get a lot of praise that they deserve as well. Yeah. Now <clears throat> I don't know how they treated Jeff Hardy. I'm sure if he was very frustrated for a reason, I'm sure you can make the argument that we treated him very unfairly. But walking out, yeah, it's super unprofessional. And the fact that you turned on the Hall of Fame, all right, fine. You're going to be, I mean, granted, you're going to be in there one day. Yeah, you'll get it. Like, you'll get there eventually. But, dude, you worked your whole career to get that Hall of Fame ceremony. And you just say no out of something that sounds pretty petty. I just think you're a moron. You know, there's people out there you did the right thing, turn them down, like stick to your own. That's fine. You can think that. And I think you're a little silly too. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, like you lived, you worked your whole career in and out of WWE to get to that moment that imagine Barry Bonds is just like, nah. Honestly, I would believe Barry Bonds. He was like, no, I'd fuck this. <laughs> no, Kurt, Kurt Schring would say, fuck it. But like, <laughs> but like, no, it's like that. That's what you work for. When, when the yeah. opportunity knocked to go to the pinnacle of the hall of fame, you're going. You don't say no. Even T.O. didn't say no. Granted, he didn't show up to the uh, he didn't show up to the uh, to the ceremony. He did his own thing at his college, but he still got into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, again, it's not the end of the world. He'll get in there eventually. I mean, even if it's posthumously, he's not the first one to uh, turn down the Hall of Fame. You know, Bruno turned it down for years. Bret Hart turned it down for years. Yeah. So. It's come. It'll it'll come. He'll cool down. Whatever you know, whatever his gripe really is, he'll cool down and he'll go to the hall. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be. I hate to say it's not going to be complete without Jeff Hardy in it, but Jeff no, it's, it's, it's pretty complete. <laughs> it's, it's a really good Hall of Fame. I mean, the Bushwhackers are there. It's that's that's how you know they made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff Hardy is an integral part of a lot of people, a lot of emo people, a lot of old well, people. Here's the okay, okay, Ricky. Let me ask you. Yeah. Can we no longer call Jeff Hardy a first ballot Hall of Famer? I... <laughs> Honestly, dude, like, listen, John Cena, Undertaker, Rock, first ballot Hall of Famers. Jeff Hardy, no longer. That's why I wish K. Murphy was here. Jeff, Jeff Hardy is officially no longer a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'd have to agree with you on that. He is now a second ballot he's, Hall he's of Famer. <laughs> Jeff, you know what, Jeff? That's that's your punishment for this bullshit. You got two assholes on a podcast calling you no longer a first ballot Hall of Famer. Listen, dude, you missed the cut. Sorry, kid. Better luck next time we ask you. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a month away from his no complete clause. He's got March 9th is when his no complete clause is over with WWE. Oh, I love that. I just thought off the top of my head, Jeff, Jeff Hardy's no longer a first. But yeah, I came over. <laughs> I said it. Fight me. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Hardy's They're no longer a first ballot Hall of Famer. They're definitely going to fight you after this. Yeah, Jeff Hardy no longer a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, now to the second ballot. So we'll see what happens with you, Jeff. Wait till March time. But let's move on to what we really want to talk about is the Royal Rumble premium live event because we can't call them pay-per-views anymore. They are now premium live events. Well, and- they call they called day one a premium live event as well. Did they really? They did. I-, I-, I noticed it because Michael Cole said, welcome to the first premium live event. I noticed it immediately once the day mm-hmm. one started. Um, so yeah, this is the second PLE of the year. PLE, yeah. Which please. I mean, listen, they're, they're not really pay-per- I mean, they kind of are pay-per-views because you're paying for a subscription. But- but they're not really. I mean, a, it, it is a premium live event. Yeah. I I don't. It's a, it's marketing. Who gives a fuck? 
Yeah, it'll catch on. It'll be it'll be you know common common road. So I'm still gonna call them pay per views, but. <laughs> so I have to get the chain now. I have to change this freaking icon from pay, from pay per view to premium live event or PLE. Just put PLE. <laughs> yeah. PLE. Yeah. Uh, so, you, what did you rate this for? Like a nine five? Or did you rate it a nine? I think last week I gave it a nine or a nine five. I'm giving it a solid nine. I really enjoyed the show. I'm gonna go. I think I gave it eight. I'm gonna give it uh, eight five. There were some beats that missed for me. But overall, the beats that needed to be there were there. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it was a great time. Me and Jazz watched it. She enjoyed it. Like it was, it was a, it was a great show. It was, it did exactly what it needed to do for me. Yeah, yeah, it was great. So let's start off with, oh my lord, this match, Ricky. I was thinking of you the whole time. <laughs> like as soon as I heard a Sierra Hotel Echo Lima Delta, I was just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I lost. My mind when this fucker came down from the crowd in the shield gear. I I I loved it. I loved every single second of it. Seth Rollins is probably the the hottest wrestler in the world right now, hands down. Dude, what a troll. Brilliant. The only thing that was missing was the blonde streak. If yes. you did a one night only blonde streak. Oh my god, oh. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> he went through like it's one thing to do the theme song, <laughs> okay? That was a shocker to some because if you listen back to that crowd, yeah, they lost they, it. They lost. They it. didn't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, but for him to just roll through the crowd and do the whole entrance is an ultimate troll job. It not, was not only that, but so not good. not only was this the Shields music for five like four four years, it was also Roman's music for four years. Yeah. Like, don't forget that either. Is it's like I was just like, oh my god, that's right. He could totally I was like, he's totally legally allowed to use this music. <laughs> like he that's his music too. It's like yeah. they have John Cena. It's when John Cena came on to like uh the, the, the thugonomics song at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like I, I this I, I loved it. It was such a troll job, and that's the whole point of the story. Seth Rollins like, motherfucker, I'm in your head. Yeah. Every Batman needs a Joker. And this is this is Roman's Joker. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was, it was so great. It was an amazing match. Oh, it was an such, amazing match. Now, they did they did callbacks to past matches, yep. shield bombs. Yep. They even did the breakup scene and the reverse sticks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that too. Roman did the breakup scene. Seth sold it like a like like a <laughs> just like Roman did. Yeah, it was it was beautiful, and the fact that Roman didn't beat him because Roman was so emotionally upset that he wouldn't let go of a chokehold is probably going to bite Roman in the ass. Now I now Le- I now I hate no. I hate DQ finishes on a on a pay per view, especially a big four. But this yeah. time, I'm not gonna lie. When it happened, I was mad, and I listened to the crowd. And they were losing their minds, booing. I was like, oh, my God, this guy's like, I forgot, this guy's a heel. Yeah. Right? And with the storyline <laughs> and everything about it, I was just like, no, this is a perfect ending. I love it. Yeah. Roman needs to do anything he can to keep his title. And he is, listen, the mind game has worked. Yeah. It's exactly what the Joker would want. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you look back at the, um, if you look about the SmackDown before, you know, the yeah, night before. a purple suit, green tie. Oh. Not even that, not even not even the imagery, but what he was saying is like, what are you gonna do? Hit me, hit me. Like he just Seth wanted to be hit. Yeah. 
because it wasn't it wasn't the violence. It was the fact that he succumbed. Seth is doing what Bray Wyatt should have done to Cena. That's what he tried Remember? to do to Cena, yeah. Yeah. But then Cena was too Cena and wouldn't let anybody go over. Um but yeah, and this this is brilliant. Now we're gonna go a little bit out of order with the rumble because there's a there's a lot of stuff that kind of ties in. What to, picture? What picture am I looking at here? You're looking at Roman walking away in the way that oh, he yeah in the way that he originally used to hold his belts. Older, Remember when he walk, he put it behind his back shoulder? Yeah, that's also a pretty good callback. So Roman um, Roman loses by DQ but gets to keep the belt. Seth successfully is in. Roman said. So now let's move over to the meat slapping majesty. That was Brock and Bobby. I enjoyed every moment of this match because it was just two big men throwing each other around. Uh, it's like Brock, he like you're making it's like Bobby was landing on the back of his face, like with these suplexes. <laughs> I was just like, dude, Bobby, tuck your head. I know like your shoulders are massive, but tuck your head, but boy. These yeah. guys with Tossing each other around. If there was anything I didn't like with the card, it was this match. I was a little disappointed. Really? It's because it's like not not the finish, not the booking. Mm-hmm. It's the actual match itself. I had a little bit more higher expectations for what these guys would have done. It's, it was just a lot of suplexes. Okay, I see what you mean. A little bit more variation of moveset. Yeah, like these guys are athletic freaks. They didn't really do any athletic things other than just throw each other around. You know, I, I get why Bobby would suplex Brock because Brock never gets suplexed. And that was that was a sight in and of itself. And Brock was like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, no, Brock, Brock. I love I tell you, I love this Brock. He's my favorite Brock Lesnar. Like he was Absolutely. He he was selling like Brock sells when he wants to sell. Oh yeah. He even popping up going, okay, I see what you got there, Bob. <laughs> like I need I need they need to run it back. Absolutely. They need I need another one. Yeah. I need another. I need another one. But it sets up Everything that happened before. So obviously, Brock can't get out of a hurt lock. That was already established. He had to, like, you know, obviously do ref shenanigans. Ref gets knocked out. Hashtag ref bump. And then what we all kind of saw coming Roman comes in, spears Brock. Paul gives Roman the belt, knocks out Brock. (laughs) Bobby gets the win and love. Conquers all, folks. <laughs> Paul is back with his lover, Roman, for now at least. I'm interested to see where this goes on Friday. Yeah. Because, like, you could kind of sell it as, like, you know, Paul hand over the belt because what else was he supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like, he, it's almost like he didn't do it willingly. Mm-hmm. Then he laughed with them. I don't know, dude. It was just, it's interesting. Like a little Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, it's very interesting, and I'm interested to see where it goes. And God damn, I hope it's title. I hope it's title for title. Paul Heyman love trying. Oh my God, I can't. This is where we're at in wrestling, but it's it's fine. It's actually very compelling. So that happens, and then we have the men's Royal Rumble, which was the main event actually. And what I can say about the men's Royal Rumble is that their celebrity and pop spots were the highlights of this. Like Johnny Knoxville coming out with the Jackass crew <laughs> and we man and them all running out. Johnny Knoxville taking doing a great workers punch to AJ Styles. I was like, wow, I'm very impressed. Yeah, I wish he was in there a little longer, but I wish he was in there a little bit longer too. Johnny Knoxville came out. And then Lord Almighty, can we sign Bad Bunny? 
to a contract. This man is smooth <laughs> in the ring. It's gross how Bad Bunny looked 10 times a better wrestler than almost anybody in that ring the I, time he showed up. I wish I didn't know he was there. I didn't know he was going to be in the Rumble, but I knew he was in St. Louis because I saw it on Instagram. Because he was talking with Taker backstage. Yeah, he was talking with Taker. But I didn't think he was going to be in the Rumble. That was... That was that, surprising to me, too. That was awesome. <laughs> and he... Again... Ranas and Destroyers. Yeah, did the Canadian Destroyer... Who did he hit it on? Uh, Riddle. That's right. He hit it on Riddle. Fucking crazy, because he's a small dude. Yeah. Yeah. He took uh, an F5. <laughs> Yes, he did. Uh, who else showed up? Shane McMahon, the, for, the former WWE employee. Shane McMahon showed up for his last hurrah. Shane's McManus. <laughs> Shane's McManus. Shane's ex-McManus. And then, yes, an hour and 22 minutes later, Brock decided that I was going to be number 30 in the Rumble, and he F5'd the shit out of Bad Bunny. And Bad Bunny, like I said, took it like a champ. Oh, yeah. Great. Took it like a champ. Brock destroys everybody um, as he is supposed to because obviously no one's going to eliminate Brock. And Brock wins the Royal Rumble, much to a lot of the IWC's dismay. Why? What's what's <laughs> wrong with this? I don't know. I cannot speak for the IWC. I didn't hear my – here was my gripe with it. I thought the men's Royal Rumble in general wasn't as good as the women's. I think that I think the crowd was exhausted because there was a lot of good shit that happened beforehand. Yeah. For got to it. And I think the men I think it kind of died out until you had mm-hmm. those like those spots like Johnny Knoxville p- woke the crowd up. Bad Bunny woke the crowd up. Randy Orton blew the roof off the plane. Yeah, it was in St. Louis. Well, I mean, yeah. so the the problem with the men's rumble, I don't know this is necessarily a problem. Mm-hmm. But there weren't enough surprises. That's what it was for me. And but I also think like it's like three, gonna... two, one. Number fifteen is oh, it's Otis. Three, yeah. two, <laughs> one. Number four is oh, it's Bobby Roode. It's like mid card guy, mid card guy, mid card guy, mid card guy. Where's my shock factor? Yeah, it's like ooh, Drew. But it's like, and that's it. That's that's not. It's, I don't think it's that I dig compared to the women's Royal Rumble, where it's just like no, this is the depth of the men's roster. But you don't need like, to bring back people. You don't need to bring back people. Mother, mm-hmm. that showcase the people you got. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't see like the lack of surprises as a bad thing. It's like I do agree with you. I did enjoy the women's rumble more because of the surprises. Yeah. But in in the long run, I think it's a good thing that the men didn't have as many surprises because the few that happened, you remember and they hit as opposed to just a pop. Ooh, here comes here comes Lita. Yeah, I my my only gripe with the with Brock winning the Rumble in particular is that I don't I don't think after everything that had happened before the Rumble that Brock needed to win to tell the story. What saved it in my eyes was like, oh, the final two were Brock and Drew, and Brock wants to take out Drew because Drew has always had his number, and yeah. that made sense to me. And I was like, okay, I'm okay with that. Fine. Yeah. Dude, I'll, I'll let it slide. I have no problem with Brock winning the Rumble. I love, I love the tweet. It was just like, uh, WWE opened a forbidden door to the UFC. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was great. I'm not going to lie. the same thing. It was a great tweet. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Brock was penned in to win the Rumble like months ago. Even though there was, there's speculation that's saying that Riddle was going to yeah, win. Yeah, that's, that's a lie. That's a fucking yeah. lie. Thank like, God it was who, Riddle. Who believes that? I don't know. This is this. You got to fill 100,000 people in that building in Texas. Yeah, Matt Riddle's not doing Matt it. Matt Riddle's not doing it. Like, no, this is this is the Royal Rumble. Okay. 
this is for your IWC out there. Like, you know, I know right. you want a fantasy. You, you're watching wrestling. You're watching WWE wrong. You know what I'm saying? You're watching wrestling. You're watching WWE wrong. WWE is corporate. Yes. It is the textbook definition of mainstream corporate. We're going to do things by the book to make the most money. Yes. Right? You know, they do things that are fun and entertaining, sure. But at the end of the day, they're about money because they are a corporation that makes a shit ton of money. Probably now, trade-up corporations, too. AEW might have the better product, might have the better wrestling, might have the better characters, might have the better storylines. WWE will always make more money because yeah. they are a corporation. Mm-hmm. WWE is mainstream media, I say corporate media like Fox, CNN, MSNBC, whereas AEW is the podcast industry. It's more fun, it's more free, and it's better. But no matter what you do, they're the machine of the money. They print yeah. money. So that Roman, is why Brock Roman won the Rumble. Roman didn't wear a needle mover shirt for no reason. No kidding. <laughs> and that's why Brock won the Rumble. Because it gets headlines, it gets people in seats, and it's money. If you don't like yeah. that, dude, don't watch WWE. Because Simple. it's not going to be what you want. If you fancy book WWE for Matt Riddle to win the Rumble, or Gunther, or Walter, or Drew McIntyre, or literally anyone else you think could win the Rumble because you have it in your mind they should win the Rumble, think about money and corporate. You have your answer. Who's going to win the rumble? <laughs> Hit me with that Gunther, uh, with that Gunther soundbite real quick. There like, we go. Why do you think Bianca Belair won the rumble last year? Because it's going to put put fans in stands. Corporate. So, yeah, corporate. No, the money is the answer is corporate money because they won two black women to main event WrestleMania. That's why she won the rumble, not because and they delivered. And, and then and after delivered. that. And yeah. after that, they went to ESPN. Don't, which, get, don't get me wrong. Yeah, Bianca had this has the skills to back it up. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, not taking this away from Bianca. But she won the Rumble in WWE's eyes because corporate and money. Yeah. And they were right. Yeah. They were, they were, they hit, they knocked it out the park. Yeah. Why did, Drew, why, why did Drew win the Rumble? To sell fucking swords. <laughs> 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 And probably to promote the UK crowd, a lot of the UK was into Drew winning. Yeah. And again, he had his skills yeah. back up. He deserved it. But again, corporate and money. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. So Brock wins. Uh, and so Brock made it pretty clear on Monday. He's challenging Roman. No surprise there. I love at Brock WrestleMania. on Monday. <laughs> that opening promo is so good. Yeah. And so he, he goes in there. He's talking to Bobby, saying that, you know, don't worry, Bobby. I'm not choosing you, you know. But I, I'm going to choose Roman. I'm, he goes, I'm choosing Roman, so it's no surprise. And it was no surprise to anybody because no shit. And this might be the only time I actually want to see Brock and Roman. Like, see, for real, for real. For real, for real, yes. Yeah. I, I want to see this match again. But, okay, now I'm thinking corporate, WWE, money. Mm-hmm. We've seen this match made of WrestleMania three times. Yeah, something's changing. This is not going to be the set match. Right? Well, so, okay. I, I agree with the premise. The problem is we've seen it three times. How can you spice it up a little bit? Now, you're going to go to triple threat. I'm going to go title for title. Yeah, I mean, I was going to go triple threat anyways. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> but, so like, we, we, had, we have this different conclusions to the same problem. Yeah. So, and, that's, and that's what makes Elimination Chamber interesting because it's, yes. it's a stacked chamber. 
It's gonna yeah, be a so, fucking amazing match. Yeah, so that was the first surprise. That Brock says I'm challenging, I'm challenging Roman, but it's gonna be title or title because I'm putting myself in the elimination chamber. What I loved about this, and what you probably loved about this on Raw too, is that they got all the matches out of the way early, and you know who's gonna be in there. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> two, uh, three of them were just automatically chosen, but sure, sure, whatever. <laughs> You don't think Seth deserved to be in the chamber? I was no, pretty Seth. No, as I say, honestly, those three deserve to be in the chamber because they got <laughs> fucked over, or they got fucked over by Roman. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's Seth or Brock. Yeah. He's wearing this chamber. Other people in the chamber include Austin Theory, who surprisingly shocked KO, which that might have some implications uh, down the road. AJ Styles, who who had a fantastic match against Rey Mysterio on yeah. Raw. It was great. They were fun, and Matt Riddle because he beat Otis. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but also, I, I think I think Bobby's dropping the title, regardless. So he, let's just say Seth wins the title. Okay, he's gonna then challenge Roman. How does that make sense? No, I wouldn't say Seth so, wins. So how is it gonna be a triple? Okay, how is it, okay? So how do you get, how do you get from this chamber to triple threat? Um. Okay. So. By hook or by crook, I don't think Bobby. I don't think Bobby survives the chamber with the belt. I think he's purely transitional, which is fine. You know, I think in, in my in my world, I think the shock is Styles wins because I think there's so much confusion going on with the Bobbies and the Brock. I think Brock looked like he's going to win, and Roman trolls the fuck out of him, just like he did at the Rumble. Roman comes in in some some way, shape, or form to Usos, and they prevent Brock from winning that title. Um, and Brock's one-on-one in, and Seth, the one gripe with Seth, Seth goes, Roman never beat me. Roman took the coward's way out. I deserve to be in that triple threat. I think that's going to be Seth's argument and gripe, and I think we're going to get, uh, we're going to get Brock, Roman, Seth triple threat, kind of a la to what we had for like two minutes at WrestleMania 31. Okay. That's what I think because you you left you left the Roman and Seth thing open ended. Okay. And you need a conclusion to that. And I think that is your I think that's gonna be Seth's grinding conclusion. He's gonna keep on doing so so he gets his way into the match. Brock's looks like he's going to win the chamber, but Roman comes in and and eliminates that from happening. I'm only doing that because I because it's one thing to book, put money and book and put fans and stands and stuff, but you also have to do two nights now of an 100,000 seat arena in AT&T Stadium. And title for title for one night is great. But I gotta spread it out, and I think, and I'm not sure how much of a draw Ronda is still is to to main event um, to main event one full night of Mania. I'm oh. concerned about I'm I'm concerned about that. That's why I'm thinking, okay, maybe we get maybe with the belt on Styles, you have Styles Edge or something like that. I would, love to, see, I would love I would love to see that. Don't get me wrong, but because yeah. uh, my my thinking is, listen, Ronda Becky's a main event, whether. You want it to be or not. It should be the main event because that's where the story needs to end. Yeah. Um, and then Roman Brock is the other main event. So it's like, would you really want a WWE title in a mid-card spot on night one or a mid-card spot on night two? I'd rather just throw it in the main event of night two. Would you add, Would you just do one-on-one? 
I'd, I'd have I'd have Brock win the chamber and then Roman 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 and uh Brock title Roman and Brock title 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 for title you could you could unify them there's a lot you could do because I, I highly I know people screaming for unification you people screaming for unification but also it's if, not happening I I'd be I'd be surprised if it happens or yeah. you could just do no title on the line it's just bragging rights and Brock wins that way which I think would be a bummer it'd be I very, think it's a huge bummer it would be very WCW but I think. I heard this from Zarian that Nick Khan wants to end the brand split. That's cool. Yeah, but tell that to your two tell to your two warring television uh, channels that paid over a billion dollars to have their own stars for both of their shows. Yeah, that's that's a lot lot to think about. It kind of hurts my <laughs> brain a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but I as long as, I, I, I want to see title for okay. title because I think that's that makes. I think Roman Brock needs to be one on one, because one they did they did triple threat last year. Yeah, and Roman Brock needs to be one on one because they've been building it for so goddamn long. Even though they've had one on ones, they had one in. Uh, they've had one on ones forever. I know. Yeah, but the 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 the, the creme de la creme, the end, the be all end all. I think title for title is this something I've even seen in a while, and I think it puts on that hundred thousand people in the stadium. It'd be the second. It would actually be their third WrestleMania one on one. Yes. It'd be rich because they had 31, 34, and now this would be thirty eight. Um, but I, I can't get where my where do you put Seth? Because I feel like I I think Seth deserves the main event at this point. It's a matter of where do you put him. It's a great question, man. You know, outside of Roman, Seth is on fire. Absolutely on fire. And I, that's hard. That's why I say you put Seth in the main. And as a wild card. But I do, but I also, I do like Roman versus Brock. But then again, we've seen Roman and Brock before. Not title for title, though. Not title for title. And one time we, <laughs> and one time we did throw beach balls during the event. <laughs> that did happen. But you know what? They deserved it because that, event, that, that match sucked. Yeah, that was not a great match. And Roman match. was not liked. <laughs> no. It's hard. It's hard. WWE has a conundrum, and let's see how they get themselves out of the conundrum. Uh, but let's move on to here come the women of the Royal Rumble. And a very entertaining Royal Rumble that the women had. Probably like my top two or top three. Well, obviously, the first women's Rumble being the best one. Um Obviously, my boo, Sasha Banks. Sailor Moon Sasha Banks. If I couldn't fall in love with her anymore. Fucking fantastic. Yeah, I, thought uh, you, I thought you were there, too. Nah, uh, a lot of people were mad when she got eliminated relatively early, myself included. I was upset because I thought I thought she had something coming. That was her year. Also, to be eliminated by Zelina Vega? Really? A little weird. Very weird. And I was just like, They're... oh, you came back on Friday? Well, you're not winning. <laughs> that was my thought. <laughs> Um, Michelle McCool, the only other person that can hit a Styles class so clean. Michelle oh my McCool, God, I was shocked. Michelle McCool should still be wrestling. No kidding. <laughs> like, that's what I got when I was like, Michelle, you should still be wrestling in this division. Or Melina. Or Melina. <laughs> I, was, I was surprised they did the whole Melina entrance. Oh, the split? I was like, oh, red, no, red carpet, car the split. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, holy shit. When she got eliminated doing a split on the outside, I was like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> get, get to the back. And then Sasha did the split. Yeah, I was like, Sasha oh. did the split. 
It's like I can do two, bitch. Little, little uh, girl on girl action never hurt anyone. Yeah, right. Right to censor Ivory. I lost my mind. <laughs> I was like, are we doing a podcast? What? <laughs> I was so happy. It was really funny. I was so happy. She has an age. She looks exactly the same. Dude, she looks like that chick from Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, right. The censor Ivory was such a highlight. I was, Dude, it was so, so funny. I saw a meme. It was like, Gee, why is the chick from Right the Censor on here? They're on Peacock. <laughs> and I was like, ah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Peacock sucks. <laughs> oh, man. It was so good. Right to censor Ivory. And. Oh, country i was so happy they so did happy the, they gave her her music she came out with the belt and she soaked it in the only thing she was missing was a trash bag <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> uh what a moment and the music hit and people knew who she was yeah i did as i sure as fuck did I popped. That's probably the last pop of the night. Hardcore country. It's great. I loved it. I have to send you a link. Somebody took her hardcore country song and turned it into a hip hop beat. That's amazing. <laughs> but so happy for Biggie James. It wasn't only that she got into the rumble with her music and she brought the knockouts title. They gave her a great showing. And who'd she eliminate? Um, she eliminated a lot of people. Was it Michelle McCool? She eliminated. Uh, yeah, it was because Piggy James. That was the day, day of history. You know, it was, that was the yes. Piggy James. So she eliminated Michelle McCool. Yes, yes, that, that is that is true. Yeah, but she got a solid thing, twenty to twenty five minutes. Yeah, in the rumble. All right, then we can finally put this whole trash bag business to bed. WWE made amends, and Mickey James has accepted her, so we can all forget that it happened. And Impact <laughs> got the Impact got the massive rub from it. Yeah, like it's perfect, perfect. Business. Tony Khan's just like, oh. <laughs> That's how you get them over. Like, oh, I have ideas now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean they can show up with their belts? What? Whoa. Guys, move. this changes everything. <laughs> Young Buck, why did you tell me this shit was happening? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good job for Mickey James. Alicia Fox. Oh, I'm so happy to see Foxy. <laughs> With her new tattoo arm sleeve and everything. Crazy as ever. Uh, I, she can still go, too. I was like, wow, she still has a really mean drop kick. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Alicia Fox. But then I don't care about my bad reputation. She's got bad rap, that's for sure. <laughs> I, was just, I was surprised to see but I was like oh wait resume is like two months away she has plenty of time to get in the ring shape yeah <laughs> I was like she, she didn't she didn't look as good as I thought she would look on her return but I was like she's got plenty of time to she's get in the not, ring shape yeah yeah that's two months that's a fight camp I was surprised she was 28 I thought she would have been 30 I do I did too and she, Shayna Baszler got 30 again and did nothing with it <laughs> I did. Did you see the little, little, uh, I, the, yeah, eye. the look on her face, Rousey's yeah. face. It's like, Hey, I know you. It's like, Hey, we want to beat some people up later. Let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, 28. Interesting. It was, yeah. it, it was interesting. Last year, number one and three won. This year, 28 and 31. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. Rodman comes in, beats the shit out of people like the Bella twins. Thank the Lord. Um, by the way, we didn't talk about the Bella twins. Mom haircuts, both of them. Yeah. D- didn't, not a fan. <laughs> not a fan at all. Well, yeah, when you have children that like like to pull your hair, I guess you cut your hair too. Fair enough. Uh, Nikki looks a lot better than Brie. <laughs> That's always been the case. Yeah, the boob job does help. Yeah, best thing John Cena ever bought. That's true. 
<laughs> so, and then obviously Ronda Rousey going Did you to see, did see, the, the, see her, her pyro melted to sign and people to be evacuated? Did you see sucks. the raw video from it? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking thing was dripping magma. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Crazy! <laughs> they had to lower the sign. They had to lower the sign. Like, put it out. Those people probably got free tickets for life. <laughs> like, where do you put those people? I don't know. Because they're on the floor too. Yeah, like box seats. Like, they had to be evacuated. But to where? Backstage. I don't. It, it is a football arena, or gonna, it was a football we're arena. We're gonna put you in gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> put all your complaints to Vince. He's right there. <laughs> Yeah, congratulations to Rhonda. Uh, it was interesting that she had she eliminated Charlotte last. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now, now Mel's got the story to write. He's going to face Charlotte at Mania. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, stop it. That's why, she, that's why she showed up on Raw, right? Yeah, but she's going, she showed up on SmackDown, too. Yeah, because she, she, she did. is going to SmackDown as well. Yeah, she did show up against whatever Becky was dressed at. I want to say the Queen of Hearts. Becky beat Dewdrop. Obviously, we're not going to talk about that because yeah, it was a match. It was a match, and it happened. Oh. It, it, and it happened after Rousey won the Rumble. <laughs> yes. Oops. Cool down. Um, what is it? Mr. Francis, Issa said the section near her was evacuated, and the sign came down and obstructed the Becky Dewdrop match. Again, it happens, friends. <laughs> That's why the uh, match was put there. <laughs> it was about all right, all right, guys. Rhonda's gonna win. She's gonna set the sign on fire. We're gonna just get these people up and move in and get them out of here. <laughs> um, so yeah, Rhonda confronts Becky. She says, You'll have my decision on Friday. Okay, cool. Rhonda play it up. Rhonda's gonna show up on SmackDown for the first time ever. Um, and then out of nowhere, Lita showed up. Like just just randomly, even though you know you think she'd be one and done. You're not gonna and lie, so- I thought it was supposed to be a dark segment. <laughs> and is it just on TV on accident? <laughs> like no one's no one shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> and Lena goes, Hey, you know, you're a fighting champion and there's Elimination Chamber coming up in Saudi Arabia, and I figured we'd take a trip and fight each other. And what's interesting about this, and I'll go back to the other slide. Look at the shirt Lita's yeah, wearing. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. I was like, why is she wearing a Becky Lynch shirt? <laughs> well, the only person, the only other person I know that does this, surprise, surprise, is Sasha Banks, because um, she likes to wear the shirt of her opponents. as because she wants Sasha's into like heel rocks and stuff and stuff. So she wants to like feel their energy. Interesting. But she, but so, she carries rocks in her purse too. She probably does. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, I, Going guarantee it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's when I was like, oh, there's something going on here. And now we get this wild-ass dream matchup. Is Lita it, Beck- it's it's. Did you ever expect Lita versus Becky Lynch? I actually thought she was going to challenge her at Mania, and I was like, oh, that's yeah. Um, But it's it's only Elimination Chamber, but still, that's... That's a... That's a I'm going to love Back seeing Lita do a moonsault with a giant t-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm... I don't know, man. Like, 
<laughs> I'm not mad at it. It's just like, okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Oh, sure. Why not? Well, you know what it is, with, especially with the uh, with the Saudi Arabia shows and everything, um, besides the fact that they're really well-funded, <laughs> um, they love seeing a lot of the nostalgic yeah. performance. I was think, I, that's what I was just thinking. It's in Saudi Arabia. I was like, why? wow, they're flying Lita out to Saudi Arabia. It's like, no, no, no. Saudi Arabia demanded Lita. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they just have a checklist of people they want to see. Yeah, apparently, apparently they want to see like Yokozuna <laughs> or someone like when they first started this deal and they didn't know a certain someone was dead. Oh man, I'm excited. I'm excited for this. And they even put Elimination Chamber on Saturday. How? I don't know, but it's Saturday at 12. Amazing. You know in Germany they can't call it the Elimination Chamber? I uh, won't. Well, yeah, that, that makes sense. They have to call it like No Way Out or something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, the, the Saudi Arabia is, well, I guess, yeah, Saudi Arabia is probably really cool at the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. Elimination Chamber now has the Elimination Chamber match, and you now have Lita versus Becky Lance. And guess what? This is the only premium live event before WrestleMania, and it's in early February. Early February. Mid, early to mid-February. Thank God. Which, remember, remember how shitty uh, the build last year was for Mania? Because they did like a last minute, like, what is it, fast lane or some so, bullshit? Not, not even. It was just like, there was just no build. There was just, remember how Sasha and uh, Bianca just had literally no build? Until like the last second. Literally, the build was Michael Cole saying, it's the first time black women have main event at WrestleMania. That was, that was the right build. before the match. And it was before <laughs> the bell rang. <laughs> so, so far, dude, this Mania build is already way better than the past year, maybe even the year before. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of Mania, before we before we move on to other stuff that happened, we talk about the It versus Grid couple before we go to break. I'm reading up. Everything's for Mania, uh, and I think you'll enjoy as well. It's uh, everything just like it used to be. Full steam ahead. Access is returning. Thank God. Access is returning. Raw, SmackDown, Hall of Fame. Raw tickets just went on sale for Raptor Mania. I need to hop on that. If I hadn't already paid rent today. Um... <laughs> Uh, Raw and SmackDown, Hall of Fame, uh, NXT TakeOver Stand and Liberal, which I haven't figured out the date for that yet. Yeah. Um, but it's all happening. It's all in person. I don't know how they're going to change up access. They said like uh, uh, some sort of inter, some sort of new interactive version of access, whatever. Access is coming back. And that's Dude, all it's I in Texas. Care about. Everything will be yeah. open. No mask, no vaccine, nothing. You can spit in, you can spit in someone's mouth in line if you want to. <laughs> by that time, I think a lot of, I don't want to get political, but by that time, I believe uh, the children will be approved for vaccine and uh, a couple of other vaccines will, I believe, be get full approval by the FDA. So a lot of stuff should be Apparently the better. Cuban vaccine is fucking amazing. The Cuban? It's the Cuban really vaccine, yeah. Take that with a grain of salt if you wish. But you know what I thought? Something, when, when they announced 44,000 people were in that building the other night, I was like, mm-hmm. wow, we can all agree 44,000 people can be at a stadium or even more at the Super Bowl, but kids can't go to school. <laughs> you can't have 30 kids in one room. <laughs> well, the kids, well, most of the kids are, well, it depends on the age of the kids, but most of the children aren't vaccinated or aren't allowed to get vaccination shots. Or what have you? Um, but speaking of speaking of the uh, the stadium feel, number one, I love the stadium. I love the setup of the Rumble this year. Yeah, the, the long ramp. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, ramp. it was beautiful. Yeah. Very well done. So well done. It was so uh, good to see a full stadium again. Mm-hmm. To hear a pop, to see all the people. it was. I if they can replicate those arena setups and then have Mania be like its own thing, your big fours are perfect. 
Yeah, because they did they did a good job with uh, SummerSlam as well. Yes, yeah, like the little the little corner. They think of the walk down. Whatever it was they like did. a corner. Yeah, yeah, it was like a little L. But you know, it didn't take away from um, Mania. Everything going on. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it, it it's it's big. It's lavish. But you know, there's something bigger in its WrestleMania. Correct. Now they just need to get Survivor Series to that level, which is not there yet. <laughs> no, Survivor Series can be in arena. That's fine. They chose they chose Money in the Bank instead. Yeah, Money in the Bank. Um, Money in the Bank is it's so intriguing. I want to go to Vegas for Money in the Bank so badly. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm, I know. I shouldn't, but I'm so intrigued. <laughs> yeah, I can't afford it. I mean, I. I'm gonna keep saying this. I can, but I won't. <laughs> I, I can afford it, but then I will lose. I, it's too much money to spend. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seriously debating SummerSlam in Nashville, though. Let me know. I'm debating SummerSlam. We also have Survivor Series in Boston. Because fuck, I, that's easy. Because well, yeah. Nashville, I'll have a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And then Boston, I'll have a place to stay. So yeah. that's like half my expenses right there. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Survivor Series so bad because we were supposed to go there for Boston, and I hear I hear great things about the TD Garden. I'll let you know. I'm there next. I'm there next Sunday. I've <laughs> been there a few times. It's a good place. Yeah, I hear a lot of good things about TD Garden and and all that stuff. So I would love to go. But moving on for the last thing in the Rumble, we also had the Eight Couple versus the Grit Couple, uh, Ms. Maurice versus Beth and Edge, which is this, this was like a cool down match, kind of. It was fun. But still fun. Dude, Jazz got so into this match. Why, for Maurice? Dude, she wanted to jump through a TV and smack the shit out of her. She was like, this, really? is like, this bitch, this bitch is fucking cheating. Like, <laughs> I was just like, and she's like, I know it's fake, but fuck this hoe. <laughs> she can't be, why is like, why are they, why are the refs singling out Beth Phoenix like this? This isn't fair. Like, I mean, it was oh, like her first. She bought she, in. Yeah, I was just like, this is the match you're going crazy for? And I was like, this match? And like, after that, she fell asleep. She, like, fell asleep like, the men's rumble. But I was just like, I was like, okay. She's like, this bitch! And I was just like, whoa! Whoa! Wow! I love this photo of the Miz right here, teasing Beth. Yeah. <laughs> but it was great. It was a fun match to see. The Miz, the Miz and Maurice are just fantastic heels. I forgot Maurice can really wrestle. She hit a Hurricane Rana. Kind really of, easily. Kind of. She kind of hit one. It was a little clunky. A little bit, but then she came with the DDT and everything. I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh. I was like, damn, Maurice, your boobs not proportionate size with your body. <laughs> <laughs> no, Maurice is stacked, but I, like, because the last time I saw Maurice in the ring, she really didn't take a bump. Yeah, Miz and, Miz and John Cena. Miz, yeah. They, yeah. She, she really, but this time she actually, like, wrestled and took some bombs. I was like, oh, yeah. Hey. She's yeah, a, she's, she's a former Divas champion, if that means anything. She's wrestled four-minute matches before. Yeah, I think she's like a four-time <laughs> Divas champion or something. Something like that. Yeah, she's got a lot of titles um, and everything, but it was good. But overall, you know, obviously the 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 grit couple won. Good for them. Now what happens? Beth Phoenix returns to NXT. They looked so gritty. <laughs> they didn't look gritty. Beth Phoenix returns to NXT now, probably. I loved, I loved her hair. I don't know. I, I do. I think she's gonna just go home and be a mom for a bit again. Probably. You know what she? You know what? Uh, you knew who, she, who Beth Phoenix was kind of uh, trying to, I guess, emulate. No idea. Uh she she was dressed up like Luna Vachon. Interesting. Especially with the like the little the the like str- the yeah the str- the, str- the paint on her paint around her the eyes on, the, yeah on her skull or whatever. Yeah, she's supposed to be Luna Vachon. Dude, I could do a Luna voice right now, but it literally hurts my throat. That would really hurt your throat, yeah. 
Yeah, I think Beth deserves a break. Be a mom. I got We got to get some for Edge. Edge is too hot to not be on Mania. Oh, he's gonna be on Mania. Yeah. I don't know, dude. This like so many people deserve a main event. I would. I would love to see Styles Edge. I would love to see. I don't. I don't. I don't know, dude. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, I'm excited though. It's Mania season, dude, and it finally feels like Mania season again. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I have to book my hotel and all this other shit for Mania as well. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Mania season. Royal Rumble was a great kickoff to Mania season. Um, and we've we've got like less than 60 days till the first day of Mania. Yeah, which is kind of fucking crazy. Uh, let's take a quick commercial break. When we come back. We're going to talk about all elite wrestling, and then we're going to be pretty much done with the show, except for a future shock, because somebody needs help with promos. You can probably guess who that is. <laughs> yeah, she does. God damn it. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll be right back. What's going on, y'all? It's your man, Zach, your host of the YLP Podcast. And may I remind you that you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the common wrestling Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is King Ricky Rose, your general manager of Wrestle Addict Radio and your host of Kings of the Rings podcast. And I want to invite you to be a part of our Wrestle Addict Radio Patreon page, where for just $5 per month, you get exclusive access to discounts on all of our Wrestle Addict Radio merchandise. You get access to an exclusive Patreon members only chat, including all of the members of Wrestle Addict Radio as a part of that chat. And also, you get exclusive shows that cannot be found anywhere else shows from the fretzelmania podcast the young lines respected podcast the delight show and of course exclusive shows from the kings of the rings podcast so go to patreon.com backslash wrestleatic radio or use the description in the link below to sign up thank you guys again and enjoy the rest of your show what's going on family it's zach your host of the YLP Podcast, and make sure that you give a tip of the crown to King Ricky Rosé, the Queen Bee Kate Murphy, and Mr. Will Shuck, because you are listening to the Kings of the Rings Podcast right here on Wrestle Addict Radio, the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 281 of Kings of the Rings podcast, Groundhog's Day. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, along with Willie T. No, the K. Murphy tonight. K. Murphy uh, is tapping out, but we hopefully we hope that K. Murphy will be back uh, next week and hope K. Murphy feels better. So we talked a lot about the Royal Rumble and all the different and crazy things that happen. Let's talk a little bit about All Elite Wrestling because there's been some crazy stuff going on there too, Will, I believe, since you've been following it a lot more than I have uh, in recent times. In particular, MJF and CM Punk are actually going to fight each other. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's supposed to be uh, this week in Chicago. I'm expecting shenanigans, you know. Absolutely. It's probably happening right now or like close to now. Or it already happened. So, I don't know. I mean, we'll talk, I guess we'll, well, I bet to talk about this match, what happens next week, because by the time this episode comes yeah. out, it's already relevant. So, yeah. Uh, interesting the fact that they're not doing it on a pay per view. This on a dynamite on in Chicago. It's like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Cool. This is, I mean, their pay per views are so spread out that it's hard. They do them one quarter. Yeah, to, to do a, unless you time it right, to do a blow off like that. It's or else you drag it for a really really long time, like Sonya and Naomi. Yeah. 
So I, I'm interested to see what happens. If there's no stipulation or anything, it's just just one on one blood feud, right? Yeah, dude. It's I'm expecting shenanigans though. Oh, I, I, I don't think the match actually happens. That's my guess. Yeah, I think MJF finds his way out of it. Yeah. Or has found his way out of it. But Francis, Francis watching, he's probably watching it in Canada. Um, he'll let us know. Also, Sammy Guevara won the is now unified TNT championships on TBS. What? <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking ladder match. I didn't watch it. I heard great things. I did see the where he did the uh he did the reverse like switch uh cutter for, like the in midair. Cutter, yeah, he did like a, he did like an alley oop cutter. Like it was yeah. almost, it was one of off, the craziest off things. Off a ladder, right? Yeah, it was like off a ladder, onto another ladder, then the cutter. It was like one of the craziest things I've ever seen. It was nuts. Yeah. It was fucking yeah, he's, he's nuts. He's just going to hit a swanton off the, off the yeah, ladder. Yeah, he tried to do a swanton, a ladder didn't break. Uh, <laughs> he, just, he just doinked right off Cody. Uh, what a match. Phenomenal match. And he's kicked off the show. It was beach break in the middle of January. Um, in Chicago, right? Or, or so, no, no, Ohio. It was, it was in Ohio. I think it was Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because Britt Brit, Brit, Brit cut a promo on uh, Baker Mayfield, which is pretty funny. <laughs> so I'm actually a winning Baker. Um, yeah, it was, you'd, you'd get a kick out of it because Baker Mayfield, it's hilarious. I yeah. love Baker Mayfield, especially in commercials. Sammy Guevara and Cody Rhodes, what a fucking match. Good for Sammy. Yeah, good for Sammy. Good for Sammy. I hope he doesn't carry those two belts around for much longer. Apparently him and, him and Pam went along together. We, we talked about that, right? What's up? Him and Pam are no longer together. Pam, Pam, his, his Pam. His wife he proposed to on TV. Oh, yeah, no. Isn't he dating... Um, he's dating like Ty Conti or something. Ty Conti, yeah. And there's a whole thing like, oh, yeah, he's dating Ty Conti, but who fucking cares? We shouldn't be in their lives, blah, 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 blah whatever. Yeah, I mean, I've also seen Ty Conti, and I'm like... I've also seen Pam, so can't can't blame him. Oh, really? Him. Can't blame him. Oh, it's that much of a stark difference. Pam Pam was his girlfriend from before he was famous. Let's <laughs> 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 put it that way. Hey, man, that happens. That happens. Yeah, it, it's always, it happens. There's only so much a man can take. <laughs> yeah, so so good for Sammy Guevara. And then last but certainly not least, uh, Dan Housen Who? is all Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Danhausen is like he looks sick. He he does look sick. (laughs) I don't know how to explain him. He's like a Deadpoolish Joker character. You can't take him seriously. I don't (laughs) at all. Look at him. Fucking look at him. Look at his hands. What do you do with his hands? I don't know. He he is an indie darling. Thank you, Mr. Fretz. A lot of people love him on the indies. I think he signed by AEW to bring a little bit more comedy to <laughs> the like show. If Darby Allen was gay. <laughs> Stretch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, don't touch me. <laughs> I'm interested to see what he brings to the show. Sure. <laughs> never never no. heard of him. I'll give him a shot. He looks, <laughs> he looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Housen. It's like, should I... <laughs> oh, Mr. Fred says he makes all Simpsons references. He's my new favorite wrestler. <laughs> Sold. Where do I sign on Dan Housen making Simpsons references? That's all I needed to hear. 
Oh man, he's also very funny on Twitter as well. Um, but, I'm sure he's a hoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I think he speaks in third person a lot too, especially okay, on Twitter. I, keep telling me more. I'm liking this guy more and more. <laughs> That's all I know. I, I Danhausen know I... says no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we don't have Simpsons soundbite yet. Oh, we do. They're in there. Oh, okay. Probably. Fair enough. I don't know. Probably. Oh no, we do have we have the uh, we have my favorite one. Hang on. What is your favorite Simpsons soundbite? This I gotta hear. I don't think you've ever played on the. Stop! He's already dead. There. Okay. There it is. There it is. That's one. Uh, but yeah, congrats to Dan Housen. And something that uh, a lot of a lot of IWC wanted AEW to sign for a while. Uh, he managed to get on Conan, really. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, Conan used to write for The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know a lot about him, Miss Fred. You can talk about us more in the post show, but let's move along. Um, because South the new the new season of South Park comes on at ten o'clock and that is that is a must see TV. Um to our future shop where we try to predict uh, something in the future of wrestling, and we do have a subject matter uh, for this week, and it happens to be the baddest woman on the planet, formerly known as the baddest Ron- promo on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ronda Rousey. Now Ronda's back, and you would think after a couple of years off, you would, besides doing you no know, impregnation vacation and having a child, but at some point you'd start to come back and you'd hone a little bit of your craft. And Ronda's weak point. Uh, a lot of the time in her first run in WWE was her promo skills. And uh, unfortunately for Ronda, those promo skills have not gotten any better. So what the hell will do you do with Ronda and her promo skills? She can get it done in the ring. She has the presence. She has the look. She has all of that. It's just when she opens her mouth, it doesn't really always, doesn't really stick. Dude, give it Danhausen. <laughs> All right, there we go. Game set match. Does does she need a mouthpiece? Like, what would a mouthpiece really do for Ronda Rousey? Good call. Like, Rock needs a mouthpiece. Sure, Bobby Lashley here and there needs a mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. I think a I think a mouthpiece actually hurts Ronda. Really? Yeah. I can see that. Like it's like unless it's someone perfect, because they can't be annoying. It can't be Paul Heyman. So it can't be Leo Rush. Exactly what I was thinking when I said the word annoying. Um, <laughs> it can't be someone who's like physically bigger than her, so it can't really be a man. What about Paige? I think Paige would be interesting. I think Paige could work. Mm-hmm. But it or also even... can't be someone who outshines her. So give her Sonia. Sonia could also work. If Sonia wasn't, you know, too busy hating black people, aka Naomi. Did that just be a storyline? Sonia should just go. It's because you're I black. Like, I feel like that's what the storyline is. I just haven't said it yet. She should just go. You know what? You know what, Naomi? It's your fucking lips. All right? That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the heat? <laughs> dude, dude, 
WWE would be making, would be making apology statements. Naomi would be in event WrestleMania. Like, fucking forget it, all right? Naomi's going to the Hall of Fame tomorrow. <laughs> Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso dethrones Roman Reigns. Like, forget it. Hulk Hogan is forgiven. Like, not even funny what would happen if that actually... Peacock would be canceled. Like, it would be a fucking mess. They better get their money back that they spent on Peacock. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, that brought a tear to my eye. You know who else would work? Um, as I'm reading um Francis stuff, Malcolm Bivens. Oh well, you might think Malcolm Bivens is annoying. He's the manager of Diamond Mind. Yeah, and, and I know, I know I'm thinking. Um If Ronda was in NXT it would work. I feel like Malcolm would be a little too scripted on Raw. Mm. You know who would be great even though he does he's too physically imposing. Um, if LA Knight was Ronda's manager. Oh, that's a great choice. <laughs> that's a great choice. Fuck, do I even go with Chad Gable? Sheesh. I like <laughs> I like Chad Gable now. I think he's getting it. Yeah, he's he's found he's found something, dude. He's he's tapping into something and it's kind of working. Dissolution, shush. Don't need the definition. <laughs> like honestly, it's wrestling hits the right type of stupid sometimes. <laughs> and just like Matt Riddle, it's the right kind of stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it works, and I'm glad Chad finally found something. Honestly, it's just Kurt Angle in disguise, but it's working. Yeah, it works. It works, and I'm happy for Matt Riddle. I'm happy for Otis. Otis also kind of shines in this as well. I don't hate Otis. No, I don't. I love him, that giant sweat, that giant, like, swimsuit thing he was wearing. Yeah, uh, Chad Gable for Ronda would be really good because they do have that Olympic background. Yeah, there, there's a connection there. But, like, what does Ronda do when the promos are being cut? Just staying there and looking serious? Bounce around like Brock Bounce did around for... like Brock. It's like, Ronda can cut promos. Like, we've seen her cut good promos. Yeah. That's why I'm wondering, does she really need a mouthpiece? Or does she just need, like, you know, there's ring rust? She's got promo rust. That also it could be just legitimate promo rust. She's and got, that she she's just got crowd need. rust. Yeah. You know, um and maybe maybe like, you know, um two weeks or so down the road, she's back at it. You yeah. know. So we'll see what happens. We'll also see what who she picks. Mr. YLP. That's that's her manager. <laughs> it's like, fuck you, Rhonda. <laughs> Should have been Bianca. <laughs> 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 oh man, <laughs> where's Kunta when you need him? Um, <laughs> oh, we'll just the whole is. offspring is her mouthpiece. Give it to me, Rhonda. Oh my god! I mean, it's, it's interesting to see who she's gonna pick. Oh, um, I'm such a moron. She's picking be, Becky. Come it's on, better now. be fucking Becky. You know, we already saw that. She already had that one-on-one with Charlotte Survivor Series. Yeah, and she had the one to one at Rumble. She eliminated Charlotte last. Yeah, there's your payoff. Congratulations. Yeah. she's she's avenged she's avenged her loss to Charlotte. Now she's got to avenge Becky. Well, actually, I got. Do you have any other future shocks? I, I, I got one for you if you want. No, 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 no. no. I only want to I only want to talk about Ronda and her promo skills. Okay. But yes, I got a future shock. What's up? Uh, who do you want to see next on the Broken Skull Sessions? Did you watch the Becky one? 
I thought Becky was really good. Becky was excellent. I thought Becky was really, it was really good. It was just like, oh, I like you again. <laughs> and it's like, I don't, I don't like this heel Becky run. It's a little, it's, it feels unnatural. It's it feels unnatural. Yeah, it's forced. Whereas Becky on the Broken Skull Sessions and, hey, man, Austin does really good at this, man. I don't tell you. Like, <laughs> Austin is really good at dragging out the authentic self of people mm-hmm. on his podcast. And Becky looked really good on that podcast. Yeah. Very humble. Not too big for her britches. So she said that a lot. And I thought I thought she was great. But who do you want, who do you want to see next? I feel like they did her already, but I want to see Charlotte. They did not do Charlotte. I want to see Charlotte because because Becky already just broke the fourth wall, but there is actual heat yeah. between them. I feel like Charlotte would just be she dodge too much of a bitch. <laughs> really, I do. I think I don't think she'd come across good. Like to me, Sasha Banks came across as a bitch. Really, not I thought s- Sasha was fine. Not so much as a bitch. Bitch is the wrong word. She came across as believing her own hype. I got the opposite from that. Her her ego showed very strongly. I got the opposite because Austin called up all the parts where she was very, like, unsure of herself. Yeah, in the beginning, for sure. Yeah. You know. um, But Charlotte, I think, would just come across as just, like, an unlikable, just, oh, you're Ric Flair's daughter kind (laughs) kind of an interview. Who just got another divorce? Ric Flair did? Yeah, that's, he's, he's that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about Mick Foley? Has Mick Foley been on? I want to say no. Let me, go, let me go to the cock and take a look. I've missed um Plank Rousey. I've missed a lot of them. Um, I haven't I haven't finished all I haven't finished a lot of them. I wanted to see the one with Bobby. I feel like the Bobby one's very interesting. It took me a long time to finish it, but it's really good. Mm-hmm. All right, let me, um, there's 23 of them. I know that. So let me go. There's a crap ton. I know that Drew. Drew's a fun one. All right. Um, so we got Becky Lynch, DDP, which was really good. Really? I did not listen DDP's to DDP. DDP's was one. really good because DDP's such a great storyteller. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy, which I skipped because he was released. <laughs> so all of it's irrelevant. Seth Rollins, who was great. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley, who was good. Kevin Nash, who got a little drunk and was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, Mick Foley was already on there. Okay. Godfather, who was great. Chris Jericho, who was great. Randy Orton, who's one of my favorites. Randy was a fun one. I remember Randy. Sasha, Bailey, Drew, Undertaker, Kurt Angle. Take it to like three. Take it to three. Uh, Kurt Angle, who was pretty good. Jerry the King Lawler, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Mark Henry, which was excellent. Uh, Ric Flair, Bret Hart, who is as, as Bret Hart as ever. <laughs> uh, Big Show, Kane, <laughs> Goldberg, and the first one was another taker. Um, Shawn Michaels needs to be on there. Yes. Uh, tri- Tri-H. Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> uh, put Stephanie on there. Honestly, dude, I want to see Vince. We had Vince a long time ago. The original. Yeah, in, they did have a the long original time. iteration. I, you know what? I want to see him again. Vince was the right, Vince was the first episode because I remember Vince because they did it live after Raw, and Austin's like, "Well, we're running out of time. We got to close." And Vince's like, "Well, I own the company, so we're gonna keep this going." Yeah, I do remember <laughs> that too. It was on the network, so it didn't even matter. Yeah, um, Edge. I'd love to see Edge. 
Edge would be great. Um, AJ. <laughs> AJ would be great. I meant AJ uh, Lee. <laughs> bring on Punk. Actually, if he could bring Punk on, that'd be crazy. That would be pretty nuts. Um, would Punk do it? No. Unless he got, unless he, unless he was guaranteed freedom to say whatever he wanted. Here's the thing. If Austin asked Punk, I think Punk would say yes. WWE would say no. Gotcha. And I, I know Punk hates WWE for valid reasons and unvalid reasons. Yeah. But I think he's a mark and respects the business enough to not turn down Austin. Agreed. It'd be like an episode that he couldn't air on WWE Network. He'd air on his personal yeah, street. Yeah, he'd do it on his, his, actual, his actual feed. I would love to see JR. Yeah, I would. Lo- oh, I would also see JR. I would love to see JR. Um, Michael Cole, even. I bet you Michael Cole has tons of stories. Oh, my God. Michael Hayes. <laughs> and schedule permitting, even though it's never possible, The Rock. I want to see The Rock and Stone Cold just shoot the shit. Stone Cold has his broken skull IBA. The Rock has his fucking tequila. And they just drink and shoot the shit for like two hours. Dude, what would they talk about? What wouldn't they talk about? <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm trying to think like, hey, man, I love your movies. Not all of them. I gotta say, I might have picked one of all of them, but hey, it's just me. But, <laughs> what do you think of Condemned? <laughs> like, what would they talk about? Like, I, I, I know they're friends, but it's just like, I can't picture like what they would talk about. Talk about the XFL, talk all that stuff. Ah, uh, Cena, put Cena on the podcast. I don't like John Cena in interviews though, because John John Cena gets really really melatonin and a little boring on his interviews. <laughs> uh who else? Oh, Ray. Before he hangs it up, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be. Fun. I'd lo- I'd love to see. That's where Dominic turns on him. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else? Um, he's a he's a great interview as well. The Miz. Oh, the Miz would be a lot of fun. <laughs> in in character, Miz. <laughs> even out of character, Miz um, would be great. Who else is? Pretty much anybody, honestly. Better <laughs> question: Who would suck? <laughs> I mean, besides, skull besides Dean Ambrose, that one time. Yeah, that was bad. Um, who? Oh, I mean, I feel like you've done all the upper four horsemen. You got to do Charlotte, obviously. Uh, who I think would actually not be good? <laughs> Probably Angelo Dawkins. <laughs> hey, fam. <laughs> Austin just goes, "What?" <laughs> fam. You know who I'd actually love to see on there, um, which I think it's probably a missed opportunity, Big E. Yeah. I think Big E would be brilliant. You know who I never want to see on there? Fucking Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think Big E would be brilliant. I think Xavier Woods and Kofi. Probably more. I don't think Kofi. Kofi's a, Kofi's a little bit boring, but I think having Xavier Woods and or Big E would be cool. Just have all three of them. Just the whole just shoot the shit. Yeah. It's a, it's a Stone Cold podcast and New Day podcast all in one. Yeah. That totally reeks of awesomeness. <laughs> totally reeks of awesomeness. He did have Edge and Christian on. He did have Edge and Christian on. He had him in the first iteration on the network. Because he talks about how Edge and Christian um, ribbed him during the sacrifice scene with The Undertaker. 
<laughs> yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> Don't look at me. How long? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. We're on TV, blah, blah, blah. Um, Beth Phoenix would be a fun one. I would love to, you know what? I would love to see him talk to some of the NXT people. Like, if they were still around, obviously, Adam Cole or Gargano would have been a great story. But have him talk to Ciampa. Yeah. Ciampa would have been, Ciampa would have been, a, Ciampa's probably a fun interview. Hey, Jamie Uh-oh. Noble. <laughs> How was when Shane buried you? <laughs> he what? <laughs> you know, um, I would... I'd be interested to see how Bianca would do with Austin. I don't know if she'd do too hot. She'd start crying. Yeah. Um, but interesting. Mr. French brings up a good point. Braun Breaker would be an interesting injury. Scott Steiner. <laughs> um, I bet you Damian Priest has a lot to say. Ooh. Brian Pillman Jr. Isn't he with AEW? He is, but we're, we're playing we're playing a we're playing a pretend game. Oh, okay. Uh, Finn Balor, maybe. Yeah. Not not buff. Um, I want to see him and Cody. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go off the. Uh, hmm. I don't want to say Kenny because I don't want to see Kenny and Austin on a podcast together. In character, Kenny would be good. In character, Kenny. I don't want out of character, Kenny. It's kind of boring. Okay, like, <laughs> so like, so uh, Austin, do you know who Mega Man is? <laughs> Austin would be like, Mega who? <laughs> <laughs> We've already had Heyman on Austin's show, and that was actually really good. Yeah. Because Heyman, Heyman freaking got him to, got Austin to bring out the Austin character. Kevin Kelly would be funny. MJF, I will say, MJF and Austin would be amazing. Yeah. Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert. <laughs> um, right, that's, all I, that's all I got. This segment's gone on too long. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but it was it was a good run. It's a good run. But if, Austin, if you're listening, we have a whole list of people that you need to interview, including myself, including me as well too. So yeah. So that being said, let's uh, let's get the show up on the road, shall we, sir? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, let's do that. But we got a post show. So if you guys will stick around for our post show, obviously it's not gonna be part of the audio version. Oh, oh, Eugene, before we could before Eugene probably has the one has the comment of the night of who Austin to do, Eddie Kingston. Oh, oh. <laughs> don't get me too excited. <laughs> and trust me, I've interviewed Eddie. He can talk for days. It's a fun interview. Let me tell you that right now. Uh, but yeah, we got a post show going on. Um, so once this audio version cuts out, if you want to do our post show, it's going to be exclusively on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter uh, right now. But until then, folks, let's, uh, let's get this show on the road then, Well. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to episode 281 of the King's Rings podcast, Groundhog's Day, because tell me where you've heard this before. We are officially on the road to WrestleMania. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. You can find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs, King's Rings podcast at K-O-T-R, Unserved podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, on YouTube. 
on Discord. We have our own personal channel now. Like, share, subscribe, listen to us each and every week, wherever you get all of your podcasts by subscribing to Wrestle Addict Radio and follow Wrestle Addict Radio's Twitter at addict underscore wrestle and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. K Murphy, we hope you feel better. Willie T, what you got for me? I'm feeling good, man. I got a lot of things going on in my life, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way of the business. If you follow me anywhere on my social media, like my LinkedIn, you'll see all my content being spewed out there like a fucking waterfall. So much <laughs> shit. So much shit is getting released. So much shit is still being edited and scheduled. And I hate social media, man. I'm going back on my grind of scheduling posts for social media because it's February. My February rollout is officially underway. At Will Tarashuk, yeah. Tees and Thomas, A R A S H U K. All my podcasting, Biggest Podcast Solution, as well as talking with Tarashuk. Can be found in a big podcastsolutions.com and if you want to be a guest show me an email will at aps.com apspodcast.com there you go there you go get, get it right get it right get it right right but so when we come back next week folks Rhino will have chosen her wrestlemania opponent uh, wrestlemania will be that much more clear and AEW will probably have another dan Housen signing in some weird way she performed and we're probably going to talk a lot about the premiere of south park which is coming on in about half hour so until then folks goodbye good night we'll see you next week and oh yeah Fuck you, Slack. Yeah, Slack. Fucking asshole. Yeah. Didn't even show up to the show. Again. Oh, I watched Euphoria. <laughs> Probably. See you, folks. <laughs>